Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeffrey provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financials, provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird. Hello and welcome back to Financial Focus. My name is Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts Wealth Management. If you would like more information about what you hear during the show, please give us a call at 702-346-1335 or visit us online at www.financialconceptsmesquite.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. When it comes to retirement strategies, the folks I work with are often consumed with big picture items like their ideal community, whether to stay in their current home or downsize, or how much travel they will be able to do. And those are all great and very important things to think about. But a successful retirement often boils down to some of the more nitty-gritty details. Perhaps nothing is more nitty-gritty than having a strong tax strategy to see you through retirement. A Kiplinger article, How 10 Types of Retirement Income Get Taxed, offers some keen insights I think many of our listeners will find valuable. Let's first look at traditional IRAs and 401ks, which are tax-deferred retirement accounts that many Americans rely on during retirement. Money that flows into these accounts typically slashes your current taxable income, which thereby trims your tax tab in a given year. Contributions, dividends, and investment gains in these accounts grow on a tax-deferred basis but those deferments don't last forever. Once you're officially retired and begin taking withdrawals, you'll need to pay taxes on any gains and your pre-tax or deductible contributions. And it's important to also bear in mind that these accounts have required minimum distributions, or RMDs, which is the point in time when you have to begin taking money out. At present, RMDs begin at 72 for traditional 401k or IRA. If you work past your 72nd birthday, you may qualify to delay an RMD from your employer's 401k as long as you don't own more than 5% of the company you work for. Your withdrawals from your traditional 401k or IRA are taxed at your standard income rate. I certainly understand that getting ready for retirement can be overwhelming, especially as you enter the last year or two before it becomes official but there's no reason to try and figure it all out for yourself. Working with a financial services professional can help get you on track and stay there. Next, let's discuss Roth IRAs. First things first, they come with one significant long-term tax perk. While contributions to a Roth IRA aren't tax deductible, your future withdrawals may be tax-free. But to enjoy those tax-free withdrawals, you must have held your Roth IRA account for a minimum of five years. 
And while you can take out the amount you contribute at any time, tax-free in most cases, you must be at least 59 and a half to take withdrawals without a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Social Security is yet another area where taxes are lurking after you retire. As some of you may recall, until 1983, Social Security benefits were tax-free for every American, regardless of income. And while Social Security benefits still aren't taxed for a sizable chunk of the population, others are hit fairly hard. If you have provisional income, you may have to pony up federal income taxes on as much as 85% of the benefits. To figure out your provisional income, begin with your adjusted gross income and then add 50% of your Social Security benefits and all of your tax-exempt interest. If your income is less than $25,000 for an individual filer or $32,000 for a joint filer, you won't have to pay taxes on your Social Security. However, if your provisional income falls between $25,000 and $34,000 for an individual filer or $32,000 and $44,000 for a joint filer, then as much as 50% of your benefits are subject to tax. Finally, if your income is north of $34,000 for individuals and $44,000 for joint filers, then as much as a whopping 85% of your benefits are considered taxable. While they're much less common than they used to be, some folks still have a traditional pension. The majority of pensions are funded using pre-tax dollars, which means the full value of your pension income would become taxable once you receive the money. Payments from both private and government pensions are generally taxable at your ordinary income tax rate. Let's add another interesting Kiplinger article, 12 Questions Retirees Often Get Wrong About Taxes in Retirement, to the conversation. I can't even begin to count the number of times a client has asked me if their tax rate is going to be higher or lower in retirement, and my answer is always the same. It depends. And there are three key reasons I tell them this. The first reason is that a significant number of retirees have fewer tax deductions than when they were working. For example, a lot of retirees have paid off their home, which means no more mortgage interest deduction. There are also no longer kids at home to claim as dependents. The second reason is that a lot of retirees prioritize having fun during their post-work lives, and rightly so. But fun costs money. The money you save to use for travel and hobbies during retirement may not be much less than what you were making while you were still on the clock. And finally, the third reason is that future tax rates are unpredictable. The current top tax rate is 37%, but in the 1940s and 50s, it was 94%, and it was still in the 70% range in the 1970s. My point is, given our current political climate, nobody can say with any certainty what tax rates will be a decade from now. Another question I hear from a lot of folks is whether they can still kick money into their IRA after retirement. The answer is yes. The SECURE Act of 2019 allows all retirees to make contributions to a traditional or Roth IRA if they have earned income. Previously, you could not contribute to a traditional IRA past the age of 70 and a half. In 2021, $6,000 is the maximum anyone younger than 50 can contribute to a traditional IRA. 
Those older than 50 can add an additional $1,000 as a catch-up contribution. As for Roth IRAs, again, your contributions aren't tax deductible because money flows into a Roth IRA after taxes have already been paid on it. You can withdraw contributions without taxes or penalty at any time. Earnings can be withdrawn without taxes and penalties once you've had the account for five years and are at least 59 and a half. And what about rolling over a 401k into an IRA? If done properly, rolling over from a 401k plan to a traditional IRA is tax-free. There are two ways to go about this. First, you can withdraw the money from your 401k account and simply deposit it into the IRA yourself. Once you have your 401k funds, you have 60 days to complete the rollover. If you miss that deadline, you may be on the hook for both taxes and penalties. Next, you may be able to transfer your 401k money into a traditional IRA without getting hit with taxes by doing a direct rollover. With this method, you simply request your 401k administrator to directly take money from your 401k and direct it to your traditional IRA. The administrator may also send you a check made payable to the IRA account. Here's a question I think a lot of folks will be confronted with at some point. If your spouse passes away and you receive a significant life insurance payout, do you have to pay taxes on that money? No, you don't. While dealing with the passing of a spouse, you don't need to also worry about paying taxes on a life insurance payout, regardless of how large it is. If you enjoyed the show today, please visit www.financialconceptsmesquite.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you would like more information on what we discussed today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Be safe and God bless. Thank you for listening to Financial Focus. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeffrey Bird at Financial Concepts. Call 702-346-1335 or visit them online at financialconceptsmesquite.com. Jeffrey Bird offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-855-0508, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC, and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Financial Concepts, Inc. is not a registered investment advisor, is not an affiliate of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Jeffrey Bird, independent agent. Financial Concepts, Inc., Jeffrey Bird, and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives representatives prior to implementation.